Welcome to Two for None, your favourite cricket comedy podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Cullen, and I'm joined by two wonderful men today. Of course, Christopher T. Barty, the man, the myth, the legend, and all the way from sunny England, Adam Hassan. Mate, great to have you in the seat on the show. How are you? I'm good, Pat. Thanks. Uh, looking forward to this. Looking forward to breaking down this series. Should be a good one. Uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. Bardo, how excited are you to see cricket back in Pakistan uh, since the first time in, we've been there since 94, 96, something like that? Oh, it's so exciting, isn't it, Pat? It's, it's unreal to be back in Pakistan. It's just great to be back in the subcontinent, full stop. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're big boys at home, Australia. We, we um, had a, a relatively good time out, out against England or England A or whoever it was they fought. <laughs> England C, I believe, uh, was the ones that were right. The British... <laughs> Invitational 11. Um, <laughs> but uh, the subcontinent is a different test. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we know that Australia typically struggles a little bit in the subcontinent. Uh, I think from memory, you know, we, we were beaten by Bangladesh last time out. We, uh, we went there. So, yeah. And we got um, rolled by Pakistan last time we were in the UAE as well. Absolutely ab- smashed. Ab- absolutely smashed. So, you know, we're about to find something out about this, uh, this team that... Uh, you know, that, that we don't know, which is always always good and always exciting. So I think a, a good series coming up. Adam, straight to you, big man. Um, I'm bloody thrilled to have you here, number one. Um, I'm very, very excited. So so give me, a, give me your initial overview, feelings and thoughts. Um, what's, what's the overall vibe from a sort of Pakistan perspective about the, the Aussies coming over? Well, I think the first thing is that we just so thrilled and excited to have uh, Australia coming over because, you know, we had a couple of years where teams started to return to Pakistan and things were looking good and the future was looking bright. And then all of a sudden we had these few months where New Zealand were there and then pulled out last minute and left citing security concerns. And then we had England pull out um, citing bubble fatigue um, and then even the West Indies came over for a white ball series, but they had to leave early uh, due to a COVID outbreak. So it's been difficult um, after those first couple of years. The progress has stagnated a bit. So it's really good to to have Australia coming. Obviously, the first sort of big three nation to come over since uh, 2009. And wow. yeah, really looking forward to it. Australia for the first time since 1998. Um, and hoping it's going to be a really good series. People are really excited for this. Can I also say that England's bubble fatigue is such an English excuse. You know, they got there, they saw the decks, they saw Shane Afridi and they thought, you know what, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to. Emotionally, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, I have some sympathy for that. Not a lot of sympathy, but some, you know? That's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, uh, they did, obviously, a few English players then went on to play in the IPL, so it was a bit... Come confusing on, that they weren't playing in Pakistan Come and on. then you know the 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 England women they hadn't really played much in a few months before that tour so they were actually really looking forward to it so that one the New Zealand one was frustrating but you could sort of understand it in a way but the England pulling out that was really really frustrating for us yeah screw that for a game of soldiers mate well look it's really exciting that it's it's going down um so let's do you want to talk squad First, we talk squad first, Adam, and maybe you can tell us like 
a little bit about who you think's going to be in the starting 11 and, and, and how you see that all rolling out? Well, Pakistan have been hit by some bad luck, unfortunately. We've had, um, firstly, Abid Ali, who's been in great form opening the batting. He um, suffered from some heart problems um, about a month ago, um, so he won't be able to play. Um, and then Hassan Ali and Fahim Ashraf, both injured as well. Um, so that's two key fast bowlers. Um, yeah, Hassan Ali, 41 wickets at 16 last year. And um, wow. Fahim has been our, our main all-rounder, sort of our Cameron Green type Ben Stokes role. Um, obviously not to that extent yet, but he's your unicorn, really promising. Your magical once-in-a-generation unicorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we brought in Harvest Ralph to sort of replace them, and then he tested positive for COVID. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're four players down, but um, I think the... The squad's still looking strong. We've got Abdul Shafiq to open the batting. He's a young guy, played two test matches, but really promising. Um, then he'll open with Imam Al-Haq or Shah Masood, one or the other. Um, I think it's our, our middle order is looking quite strong. Um, Azhar Ali, Baba Azam, Fawad Alam and Mohamed Rizwan. That is such a powerful engine room. Mm. Um, and I think that that can really contest with the Australian middle order. That could be a great battle. Um, and then the um, the bowling lineup. There's a bit of uncertainty here because of the loss of the all rounder. We're not sure how they're going to balance the side, but it sounds like they're going to go with two spinners and three seamers. So we'll go with a five man bowling attack. Wow. Okay. So obviously led by Shaheen Shah, Freedy, amazing bowler, amazing form. Um, Nasim Shah, the young quick who played in Australia a few years back, um, and then Mohammad Wasim Jr. He's a 20 year old. Um, only played seven first-class matches, but he looks like he might be set to make his debut. Um, and then the two spinners, Naman Ali and Sajid Khan. So left-arm spinner Naman and then off-spinner Sajid Khan. Um, both older, 35 and 28 years old. So that's sort of the trend with Pakistan, looking to pick younger seamers bright and early and then go for the more experienced spinners. And it looks like that's probably going to be the lineup that they go for this time as well. Did you say that he was 20 and has played seven first-class matches? Yeah, that's right. That is hog wild. What a what an absolute wild experience to be twenty and to be thrown in a test against Australia when you've played seven first class games. That is yeah. not so. And the Sim Shah nineteen, Shaheen Shah Freedy twenty one. So those young guys are gonna be full of energy and looking to take it to the Aussies. Bloody hell, buddy. That's like that's some real youth coming through there, mate. That's and we're not gonna know what hit us, I reckon. You know what it reminds me of is like when you play your five-a-side futsal at the local rec centre and you come up with, and you just yeah. come up against like the young 18-year-olds that are fresh out of school. They're all still mates yeah. and they're super fast. Yeah, they're just really nightmare. whippy and you've got to chase them around and it's hard work. I tell you what, man, I, I think, for ninth grade cricket, when you turn up and you see blokes that are under 50, it's a problem. Like, you know you're going to have to run real problem. hard. It's a real issue. Like, I, <laughs> we turned up to a game last week and there were multiple blokes in their team that were under 35 and it was bad, Chris. I got run out. Of course I got run out. Um, I can't no, cope course. with that sort of pace in the field. What am I? No. <laughs> like I said, they're, they're whippy, you know. It's, it's, it's those kind of games where you turn up and you're like, man, I really wish I got in shape three years ago. Like, <laughs> It would have been a lot easier <laughs> if I had made better life decisions. Yeah, um, yeah. But, it, 
but I, but I didn't, and here we are. Um, <laughs> I I constantly feel like that. So I'm interested, Adam, in in terms of um, what you're thinking about the pitches, because over here in Australia, there's a lot of conjecture about what the pitch is going to look like. Um, some people some people are defaulting to you know it's going to be very spin friendly. Some people are saying it's you know this is Pakistan, you know the, the home of um, uh, Waka Yunus and Wasim Akram. Um, Muhammad Asif, you know, a lot of a lot of swing bowlers have come out about Pakistan o- over the years. You know, are, are you thinking it's going to be something uh, something that suits the seamers, or, or are we likely to see um, a bit more of a, a dust bowl? I think for the first test in Royal Pindi, um, the pitch is looking quite dry. Um, so I think for that one, it will be a more traditional the type of pitch that Australia have played against us in the UAE. Sort of runs for the first few days and then starts to break up. There'll be something in there for the spinners and then also reverse swing. I think reverse swing will be a big one this series. Um, we saw last time Pakistan played in Royal Pindi. Hassan Ali took 10 wickets in the match against South Africa. Um, so I think that that's going to be a big contest. Sort of those seamers against Stark and he's playing Cummins, Hazelwood, see if they can reverse it. Um, the other two games in Karachi and Lahore, still not sure because I think initially Pakistan were thinking hit Australia with our seamers and our quick, fiery pace attack. But having lost three seamers, we might now revert to more spinning conditions and see if our batters can adapt better than the Australian batters can. Because, I mean, you guys haven't played an overseas test in what, two, three years. So 2019, yeah. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how well you'll be able to adapt compared to Pakistan being touring around the world, lots of different conditions. So I think, not sure yet. Um, it's not the the general stereotype about Asia of spinning conditions. Pakistan tends to be the one that bucks that trend more sure. and favours seamers. But still, not sure how the second two games are going to play out. Yeah, I think I think that's a. I mean, look, man. If I was if I was a curator and I saw the Australian team coming, I would absolutely bake the hell out of it. I would <laughs> I would be looking to make it turn square because we're notoriously we're terrible at it. But that being said, you know, I saw a stat about Steve Smith recently, Bardo, and and you know, since twenty nineteen, since twenty nineteen Ashes, he has scored thirty six. He's averaging thirty six point eight six from fourteen tests. Right since mm-hmm. blokes figured out that they can. Um, short ball him and he's struggled to score or, you know, Ravi Ashwin's technique of stacking the leg side and and bowling into his pads um, has gone down. Smithy's been a little bit in struggle street for for his standards at the very least. So, and when you think about how quick the the Pakistan attack is, um, it's it's a tough thing to know whether you'd want to move the pitches to be as spin-friendly as possible for the majority of the team or to really mm-hmm. make them fast and bouncy and see if you can't take a few heads off. Yeah, it's going to be really it's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm just having a look at some of the scorecards here from the 1998 tour. <laughs> um, oh, great, Chris. Really relevant stats. That's what I... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> I- Talk I to guess, us though. We'll love Adam and I will both love nine ninety eight scorecards. That's for sure. <laughs> I guess my point is, uh, we didn't know what we were doing then in terms of, in terms of team selection, um, because if we have a look at our bowling attack in the, in the last test, uh, our bowling attack was uh, Glenn McGrath. Sure, makes sense. Yeah. Um, Colin Miller. Oh, funky. We made it. 
Funky. So Funky made his test debut uh, in, the, in the first test in Royal Pindy. Uh, and then we had Stuart McGill. Okay. Makes make sense. And we had um, Gavin Robinson, who's the, the New South Wales uh, off spinner that uh, played a couple of tests, mostly in the subcontinent uh, in India and, and Pakistan. I don't think I actually played a test in Australia. Uh, but we, so we played Glenn McGrath and three spinners and had to open the bowling, I assume, with Colin Miller bowling mediums. <laughs> Which is some real village stuff. So, <laughs> I've got to say, it looks like we panicked. <laughs> it looks like we absolutely uh, pooped ourselves at the thought of having to deal with a pitch that didn't look like the Gabba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really, we really... Um, I don't think we could pick pick the pitch uh, on on that occasion, and I don't think we could really pick the pitch all that well throughout the series. Although I think we end up winning the series two uh, one or two sure. nil. Um, but it's really interesting from an Australian for Australian um, makeup uh, standpoint in terms of what our bowling attack is going to look like. You know, there's so many different uh, options here. And I guess the point I'm trying to make with the 998 scorecards is that we could quite easily psych ourselves out and make this far too far too difficult um, and, and more complicated than what it needs to be. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, some combination of Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood, Lyon and Green uh, is probably going to be sufficient, uh, particularly if, as Adam said, uh, suggests, the pitch of the first test is going to play more like what you might expect a, a, an Australian wicket to play, play like, you know, reasonably dry. Yeah. And then one that breaks up over day four and five, uh, you know. Then I think you can also get some spin support from the likes of Marnus, um, Smith, Travis Head can can, can tweak a few. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as as spicy as the bowling options that are that we have with uh, with the likes of Agar, um, Schwepson, Turing, uh, Mitch Marsh, I, I I know is in the the test squad. Yeah, um, as spicy as those potential options are, I, I think that. The bowling lineup that uh, store us to a four-nil Ashes series win is probably going to be the same one that starts um, the fourth t- test uh, on Thursday. Yeah, and look, I think I think a guy like Scotty Bowl and build the man a statue hashtag build the man a statue is um, going to be a great a great impact. Will have a great impact, I think, on this on this sort of deck. Nathan Lyon was saying, you know, the only curator in both teams, as to my knowledge. Um, uh, former curator, I should say, was saying that exactly that, that it's going to be shiny on the top, it's going to bat really well for the first couple of days, and then it's going to break the hell up. So I think those real accurate bowlers um, who can deal with the with the lower pace and bounce are going to be uh, a thing to see. The other matchup which I'm really interested in is Barbara Azam versus Josh Hazelwood, right? So... Mm. Um, Few few bowlers have troubled uh, Barbara Azam more than Josh, who's claimed him six times. Uh, the next most dismissals is three to the same bowler. So, um, Adam, how do you how do you, how what what sort of touch is Baba in? Is he is he hitting a few? Is he feeling good about his his body, his life? I mean, as as much as you've been on the phone to him, I know you're on the phone to him every day, being like, Baba, how are you, mate? What's what's cracking? <laughs> Of course, of course. Literally just got off the phone with him now to speak to you guys. Great, yeah. Look, I really um, appreciate you making the time for us once you've got to chat to Barbara all the time. You know, I get it. Uh, yeah, look, Pakistan have just come out of the PSL. So um, in the same way that I don't think Australia's had amazing preparation for this, we've just been playing T20s. Um, 
So Bubba had a decent tournament. He, he scored a good amount of runs, but his strike rates were slightly down. Obviously not a thing to worry about in test matches. Um, but I think he'll be confident um, capturing the side now. Um, I think he'll feel like a different player compared to when he's played Hazelwood in the past. Um, also in home conditions for the first time. Mm. Um, so I do think that he will have a plan to counter Hazelwood. Scott Boland put the man a statue. Hopefully we can counter him too. Um, yeah, I think we'll have plans in place for for the Aussie bowlers, especially the quicks. Adam, how did you feel about watching that Ashes series? As somebody who is his heart desperately lies in, with Pakistan, but also has grown up a lot in the UK, um, where did, where did where did you end up f- sitting on that that Ashes series? Just as a you know, how did it, how did it resonate for you? Yeah, I, I was supporting England. Um, I did sort of stop watching after the first ball of the first test. Um, <laughs> Saw yeah, one ball was, and you're like, that's it, I'm out, I'm done, I'm not waking up early. It for wasn't this a good watch. No. Um yeah, luckily I'm not England through and through. So I wasn't suffering the same way that other people were here. Yeah. But it still yeah, it still wasn't nice to, to be waking up every morning and seeing England collapse, England collapse, you know, Australia pile on the runs. Yeah, it wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> well, I mean, mate, I think there's a very good chance that this will be a, a you know a much different series, and it could well be Chris and I waking up and bemoaning and and scratching our wounds. I, I think that I, I think that I enjoyed a random tidbit, and I'm, Adam, I'm not sure if you caught this, but Minus Labashane started posting a lot of content to Instagram, and one of his things was he got what looked like an exercise mat, and he gaffer taped random bits of aluminium to it, and was getting his housemate friend girlfriend who knows to just like bowl balls down and get used to the ones bouncing and, and sliding on and um david warner was giving him a lot of stick on <laughs> on socials about it and i wonder if minus's technique will prove to be at all useful here or if he's just such a cricket nuffy he just couldn't stop himself from doing something weird yeah it's um i mean it's his first overseas test since he played against pakistan in the, oh no, he played in the Ashes and the UAE, but he hasn't really played anywhere else. He hasn't played in the subcontinent. Um, I think I, d- I did see a lot of people saying, Manus, Manus, you've got to read out the hand. Can't play off the pitch. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see how he goes. I think he does seem to be adapting quite well um, as cricket. Obviously, he still hasn't played much. Um, I think Steve Smith seems to be on a downward slope in his mm. career. Um so I think maybe that's the one that we target. And um, Manus, hopefully we can contain him. I, hopefully we don't see Manus and Smith batting together for too long because I think it would drive our players around, around the bend. But um, <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. big calls um, of no run. It's And can I say too, <laughs> on no run, it is really perforated into grade cricket. I had, I had a bloke saying no run... Uh, after letting a ball go from me last weekend and I was like what are you doing mate we're in ninth grade you're the only similarity between <laughs> you and Marnus is you're both holding bats that's it yeah dude I think that's I think that's a really good call and the other one I wanted to bring up we haven't talked about Shaheen Shah Afridi at all and we need to um, Chris taking this for a stat Shaheen Shah Afridi during 2021 had 47 wickets at 17 47 wickets at 17 Chris just take that in just just absorb that the bloke bowls like mid 140s um, occasionally into the 150s um how much of a weapon's he going to be against these bloody aussies butter yeah it's all right 
Um, um, heck of a bowler. Heck of a bowler. What do you want me to say, Pat? It's pretty good. I just really liked how understated your response was. Uh, Tell us how you really feel. I don't want to face him in the net. I don't want to face him in the net either. I don't want to face him in the nets. No, no, no. But no, great bowler, uh, Shaheen Afridi. He is one scary dude with the white ball in his, well, well, with white ball and red ball in in hand. Um, I think first sort of uh, took notice of him, I feel like it must have been the, the 2019 World Cup, but maybe I'm wrong there. But anyway, he's, he's a, heck of a heck of a bowler, and um, I, I think he'll be a you know a real focal point for the Pakistani uh, attack. You know, it's going to be really interesting, I think, to see how um, the Australian bowlers um, you know deal with a, a, you know, a young Pakistani pace attack, but they're going to have their tail up and are going to be familiar with conditions. You know. Australia's only won twice in Pakistan, won a series twice in Pakistan, um, once in 59 and once in, and, and then again in 1998. Obviously, we haven't toured there in 20 years, but it's not a, not a nation we've traditionally had a lot of success in. So when you've got a guy like Shaheen Afridi, who, um, you know, in, in all conditions is averaging 17, um, having taken 45 wickets um, last year, uh, you know, I think we're in a, we're in for a bit of trouble. So Australia's going to have to be really patient, I think, with it, with, with their batting. We're going to have to, you know, mm. watch the ball. You know, as you say, Adam, we watch the ball closely out of the hand, take our time, you know, really use all five days um, of, of the test match, um, bat patiently. Um, you know, I can't imagine that there's going to be a lot of rain in, in Pakistan. I think it's going to be relatively dry. I think that's probably a safe bet. So, yeah. um, you know, just take a really patient approach to to those guys much and uh you know be really watchful um you know build earnings my last thing on uh shane shafridi is if you both just quickly open crick info and just just search him on crick info just really quickly his headshot is the most terrifying thing i've ever seen everybody else in the pakistani team looks lovely i mean forward alarm i would pay that guy to babysit my kids shaheen shafridi will mess you up he he looks like he's about he looks like the kind of guy who's like the big brother of the girl you're dating and he's turned up to say hey man <laughs> you better not mess around <laughs> you have strange thoughts when you look at headshots pat <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that i just developed a whole narrative um, for me and shane shafridi uh i'm sure he doesn't feel that way uh-huh. yeah he was born in the year two, he was born in the year 2000 isn't that frightening i think he's lovely He's okay. got a nice smile. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, we're looking at different headshots here, mate. No, maybe, got, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Maybe that uh, Folks, that sounds great to me. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty even contest. Um, speaking of which, let's get some bloody predictions. Uh, Adam, you first, pal. How do you feel like this series is going to go down? Who do you think is going to take the most runs? Who do you think is going to get the most wickets? Give me a little Adam Hassan overview of how you think this thing's going to go down. I feel like first test, Australia not quite prepared. I think we're going to take the early one and then maybe split the last two tests. So maybe 2-1 Pakistan, I feel. Mm. Um, I think Shaheen Shafri riding off leading Lahore to the PSL title on Sunday. 
Um, he'll be full of energy, full of buzz. Um, and I think he's he's going to be the one with the ball. And I reckon uh, Farad Alam goes under the radar, but um, had 10 years out from debut in 2009, came back 2019, and he's been amazing with the bat. Um, played 13 tests since he came back, 400s, so um, averaging 40, 48. So I think he's going to be the one batting at five. If we lose early wickets, he'll consolidate. If we get off to a flyer, he'll just keep it going. So I think he's the one to watch with the bat. Awesome. Awesome. Love that. Bardo? Yeah. Look, really interesting. I think I have to agree with Adam. I, th- I think 2-1 is going to be the way that we go. You know, we've obviously just talked about um, talked about a Freedy at length, but I think, you know, the depth of the Pakistani bowling attack in particular, you know, as we come into that second test, if, if Pakistan can nab the first test, get the momentum, um, get some guys fit, healthy back into the squad, add, add a bit of depth, you know, they're only going to get stronger as the series goes along. Whereas with Australia, you know, this <laughs> Albus, good morning, sweet boy. There he is. There he is. Um, you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> you can't edit audio, radio. Chris. You can't edit it, all right? It's, it's a well-known fact. Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, wasn't that good. Uh, but I, think, <laughs> I think if Pakistan can get the early momentum, take the first test 1-0, particularly yeah. with a depleted depleted pace attack uh, and with, with those young players, they're only going to get stronger uh, as the series goes along. Whereas with Australia, I think you know the first test for me is critical because they, they are, will be bouncy, full of energy, um, have the momentum, whereas if they're, you know, if they're made to field for, for three days in the scorching heat, mm. um, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, it becomes a very long tour, um, and and they've got the backs against the wall. So first test all important. I think it goes away of Pakistan, and then I think the series in the end goes away the way of Pakistan two one, um, which is probably not a bad thing because I think you know as as good as the Ashes were, uh, it might have overstated um, our place. Uh, in the rankings of world cricket, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm on the same page as you, Bardo. You know, the, the thing that's wild about this series is how many bloody unknowns there are, right? Like, we've got a largely, we've got a couple of guys in the Pakistan bowling attack who haven't played a lot before coming in. There's been a lot of COVID problems. Farwad Ahmed, um, the Australian uh, former leggy, has was coming in to be our spin bowling coach and just got COVID himself. So he's been mm. um, put out and is currently in isolation. Um, Andrew McDonald's first test series in, t- in charge as the, as the boss of the Australian cricket team following Justin Langer's departure. Controversial departure, I might add. So... You know, a lot of stuff up in the air here. Um, and and we haven't mentioned Usman, Bardo. Usman, you know, mm-hmm. coming back to the place of his birth um, to to play a test. And he's bloody thrilled. Um, posted a very cute photo of him as a kid in Pakistan, which was, was really sweet. Uh, all I've been doing is following mm-hmm. cricketers on social media. Uh, but the p- point of my story is that there's a lot of stuff up in the air. And you'd have to say that... Pakistan are, I think, in in the box seat, but there are a lot of question marks there as well. Just because I'm a one-eyed supporter, I'm going to say there's going to be two draws and one win, and I'm going to say Australia goes one nil up. And just to, just to be controversial, just to throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Well, that is controversial, Pat. You know, <laughs> only, only because um, you know if you have if um, 
Pakistan manages to even regain someone like Hassan Ali for the second test. Now, Hassan Ali's got a test bowling average of 21. So Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Pairing the likes of Hassan Ali and, and um, Shaheen uh, Afridi, uh, I mean, it's a hell of a pairing. Uh, you know, and really, you've just got to get that um, that that third third seamer, and we are uh, you know, and we're cooking with gas as far as Pakistan is concerned. Um, one guy I realised that I just have not heard anything about, and maybe he retired, and Adam can you fill me in because where's Yasir Shah? I I just I looked at the squad list and I was like, has this guy retired? And I didn't know. I just assumed he'd be picked because the man's a magician. Where, what is the latest on Yasir Shah? Where, where is that guy? Yeah, um, it's a bit of a weird one. He's sort of disappeared off the face of the earth, seemingly from from Pakistan test squads. Um, he he had been going well and uh, had some good performances, but they've sort of moved past him now. It seems um, they've got Noman Ali and Sajid Khan. It seems like they're going for the finger spinner route now rather than the the wrist spin. It seems like they'd rather contain and build pressure and take wickets more economically rather than have Yasser Shah who really dangerous great strike rate but very very expensive as well at times mm. so it seems like that's the route they've chosen to go down yeah interesting it's, and it's, it seems to be um, you know a bit of a trend I think uh, worldwide at the moment the, the preference for finger spinners you know and, and that ability to kind of contain and, and, and push through overs and keep the run rate down and you know I, I certainly think that you know, whilst Nathan Lyon will be an attacking option for for Australia, um, you know, particularly if we we do play um, a second spinner, he will be the man that's required to hold down an end and you know try and stifle the batsman. So in, interesting to interesting to hear that Yasir Shah has kind of fallen, uh, as you say, fallen off the face of the earth from a, a selection standpoint because you know at his best he is a, a, an absolute magician um, and would have thought he could have caused Australia a few problems. Uh, on this tour but uh, obviously people who know more about the game feel differently than I do so there you go just on that Adam how do you feel about Pakistan's spin stocks um, what can we expect from from the two spinners that are probably going to play tomorrow I mean they're they're both inexperienced Naman Ali seven tests Sajid Khan four tests um, so inexperienced on the international stage but they've played a lot of first class cricket we've sort of seen this, I don't know if you remember last time Australia visited Pakistan, that was in the UAE, um, and a bowler, Bilal Asif, um, sort of came out of nowhere, took six wickets in the first innings yeah. of the first test. So we do have a habit of just sort of picking a, a, an older spinner out of nowhere, someone who's honed their car. <laughs> just finding an old, wily veteran in Pakistan first grade cricket and state cricket and being like, hey, yeah, you here you go, champ, in you go, take some poles, would you? Just a real yes. leathery, <laughs> wizened, Let lamington munching, um, coke guzzling. Yeah, I can see him. I can picture him. I can picture him in my mind too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, that's the the plan. Maybe these guys play a few more tests, and then they'll pick out another older spinner who's also played a lot of first class cricket but for now these are the two that they're set on interesting um awesome boys that's really really rad adam any any final things from you before we we sign off and leave this little podcast out into the universe anything else that you had there that you thought the people needed to know um 
I just think um, really excited for Australia to be coming. Um, and hopefully, tour goes off without a hitch. Obviously, three ODIs and a T20 afterwards. Um, so it would be great if uh, if we can get through this um, series without any issues. Um, just on Hassan Ali, actually, I'm hoping he can be back for the second or third test. Um, although, having seen what happened last time he played against Australia and sort of, you know, that drop catch that lost us our spot in the World Cup final. <laughs> we didn't want to harp on about it, Adam. We didn't want to We didn't want to ruin your life with that sort of information. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully Matthew Wade isn't on the tour and we can all forget about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a problem. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> we went on to we went on to win, so I I did, I did forget about it because we're the champions, baby. <laughs> yeah, that one that one is still painful. Um, yeah, I mean we were hoping for for some revenge against England, having after they pulled out of our tour, we thought Pakistan England final, let's take our revenge, and then Australia came in to crush our dreams like they've done to so many people so many times before in cricket. I'm sorry, man. Just, but, um, hopefully we can reverse things this time and take down the Aussies in their first overseas tour in three years. I love that. Adam, I love that energy. Vado, any final thoughts from you, my dude, before we uh, sail off into the moonlight? Yeah, well, Pat, I just thought, you know, it's a rare occurrence when we have um, someone with intelligence uh, in the group (laughs) on the microphone. And if I could, if you'd indulge me, Pat, I just wanted to ask Adam a a non-Pakistan related uh, question. Sure. I'm sure his insight will prove valuable here. Mutai Muralitharan, Adam. Um, <laughs> finger spinner or wrist spinner? Um, I mean, he's an off spinner, so you should say finger spinner, but he did use his wrist. So I'm going to sit on the fence here and just say, you know, a bit both. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you for coming into the party there. I mean, I, I can only... Oh, Bardo, this, this argument of ours is going to go on forever. The problem is that we're both essentially correct. He's an off-break bowler. He bowls offies, which is, you know, traditionally fingers. And there is a lot of fingers uh, in there. And you only said wrist because you were confused at the time. And you've just like... No, you've, no. you've just This is the hill you've chosen to die on. Watch it. Watch it. It's like that. It's like that. It's out the front of the hand. It's so bendy. It is very bendy. Listen, no one's arguing with the fact that it's very bendy. Someone once posed a question. Um, I know you can be underwhelmed. I know you can be overwhelmed. But can you ever just be whelmed? I'm whelmed by that response, Adam. I'm whelmed. <laughs> um, but uh, look, I will continue this fight. He was primarily a wrist spinner. Yes. When you say wrist spinner, to- though, you're speaking about a leggy. And he's not a leggy. Doesn't matter. It's about which uh, which part of the body is primarily responsible for reducing the spin. And I say, familiarly, it was the wrist, not the finger. Were fingers involved? Absolutely, absolutely. Because oh, I don't know if you're I don't know if you're aware, fingers are attached to the hand. Get out of you here! Know, are you a doctor? <laughs> so for for any wrist spinner. Any wrist spinner, fingers are going to be involved. Have you seen the absolute sausages that are attached to Shane Warren's hand, oh, for example? Shane Warren looks like he's been at the butcher shop and just picked up the fattest Kranskis he possibly could and stapled them onto a slab of meat. That hand is ridiculous. Anyway, I think that I think that's a new segment idea, actually, is um, measuring the girth of <laughs> spinners, spinners' fingers worldwide. 
I'm not sure that's a segment, Chris. I'm not sure we can say the word girth too much in this podcast and still keep a clean rating. I really sure. I think that's going to be a problem. Uh, unlike ego, girth is a dirty word. Um, that is anyway. absolutely correct. Um, any final thoughts from you, Bardo? Are you happy now? You've you've brought Adam into our domestic <laughs> our domestic. I brought it, I brought him down to our level. Um, uh, look, I'm just really excited about about this whole thing. I, I think it's long overdue. I think Pakistan have been a, a great citizen of, of world cricket for forever, and they really, really deserve uh, a home series. Hopefully, it's super entertaining. Uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm not quite sure what the crowd situation is, but hopefully, we can get some crowds there uh, so that the the Pakistani people can really enjoy it and 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 you know be part of the be part of the atmosphere and part of the games. And hopefully this is something that the Australian cricketers enjoy too and, and remember for a, for a long time. You know, subcontinent tours are, are really, really special. And, and when we get the opportunity to travel again, Pat, I think, uh, you know, a, a, a two for none tour to the subcontinent oh, would be a... Uh, I love it so much. I love it so a good much, idea. man. I don't mean wrong. I'd really like to go to Pakistan. I'd also really like to go to Sri Lanka and eat some of those delicious seafood curries and watch cricket and have a couple of Bevraginos. Well, so while we're watching, let's scope out some uh, some hotel options. We'll do some TripAdvisor, oh, uh, and we'll 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 plan our next tour to Pakistan. Yeah, I love that. And obviously, we Adam might be able to cut, chime in with a couple of thoughts there as well. Of course, yeah. I mean, Pakistan, great place to travel. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, the the Australian players are really loving it out there. Um, Pakistani fans are, are so thrilled to have them there. Um, so I think it's going to be just great energy this tour. And final thing, Adam, you were in Pakistan earlier in the year playing cricket, weren't you? And if you were, how'd you go? Last year, yeah. Um, I mean, I was in Islamabad, the capital, um, and I was I was there actually around this time. Um, but the it was so hot last year; the pitches were rock hard. I mean, I'm a spinner, but I was not turning it. I was just there as a batsman. Uh, spinners <laughs> did not play. It was just. <laughs> It was just 16-year-olds charging in and bowling at 90 miles an hour, off 16 yards, four four yards over the crease. Uh, it was intimidating, but it was great fun. Did you manage to get a few away? Did you hit a couple? Yeah, I mean, I think most of my runs would have been scored between sort of keeper and point towards third man, just sort of little nudges here or there, edges. You know, I, I claimed I was opening the face. Others beg to differ. <laughs> Yeah. Mate, if you're ever in Sydney, you could open the batting for the Summerhill ninth grade side. That's the exact key scoring areas that keep us in the competition. That's that's top end stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've heard about Sydney grade cricket. They give it all the talk. Club cricket. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Pakistan. It's got to be up there. But yeah, Australia definitely big one as well. Thanks so much, Adam. You're such a legend, dude. Thanks for joining us so late at night in the UK. Chris Barty, thank you for getting up outrageously early in Western Australia and filling yourself full of coffee to come and do the pod. I appreciate you both, fellas. Can't wait to put this one out there and see how the test goes. Cheers, Pat. Lovely. Thanks, Pat. Cheers, mate. Thanks, boys. And uh, go, Miss Go. Two for None is created and presented by Patrick Cullen and Chris Barty. Big thanks to Adam Hassan and Chris Barty for joining me on the show, especially for how late they stayed up slash early they got up to come and join me. Clips in this episode were Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry, 1976 Epic Records, and from Triple M's coverage of the 2022 Ashes, Build That Man a Statue. 
All clips and music are used in conjunction with our APRA AMCOS online mini license OL2028. Hey, make sure you check us out on Facebook. You can also email us at gingersnapsydney at gmail.com. It's all one word. Especially if you'd like to be our West Indies or Bangladesh correspondent. That's actually what Adam did. He just sent me an email and now he's on the show, folks. This could be you. Two for None is produced by Ginger Snap Productions. Check out our other show, The Isocast, in your podcatcher. And make sure you like, rate, review, and subscribe to all our podcasts. Tell a cricket fan about this podcast. And we'll be back in the coming weeks to cover all the action from Pakistan. In the meantime, go those Aussies! Go those Aussies!